0: Welcome to The Heightening, a place for those who are answering the call of God to fulfill God's purpose in their lives. We are women who are being elevated to a level of intentionality and empowerment to lead the life we were created to live. Please welcome our host, Yolanda Caldwell. This month, I wanna thank you so much for saying yes. We are here starting off our new season and we're gonna really talk about diversifying our income. So I am so excited to have with me today the Reverend Deborah M. Sanders, who is the Compliance Officer and Senior Director of Quality for Maximus, as well as the owner and CEO of Heavenly Mind LLC. So Deborah, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. We are so excited to have this conversation. There are many women because of COVID and because of many other things that are happening in our world that are looking for ways to make money. How do they survive? How do they help their families move forward? And I am interviewing a number of women, but you are my first this month to talk about diversifying our income. And there's been this thought that's been around for a number of years. Most millionaires have seven streams of income. They talk about their earned income. They talk about their business income, rental income, interest, dividend. I believe the other one is royalties and capital gains. So those are the seven that they say most millionaires have. I'm calling it to be. I'm calling it forward that the women who are listening to this podcast today, either they are millionaires so they can attest to these seven streams or they are striving to be millionaires or even billionaires. So today we're going to talk about diversifying our income. And I chose you because of the many things that you do not only in the business world, you are a business Titan, but also you are a Titan in the kingdom. You are one of God's messengers and you spread his word in the many things that you do. But one of the things that I admire most about you is that you're an advocate for women. No matter what venue I've seen you operate in, you are always advocating for women and family. So it is a pleasure to have you join us today and talk about your advocacy work in the many areas and the many venues in which you serve. So let's start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and maybe one or two things about your mission as you advocate for women.
1: Okay. All right. Well, let me first thank you so much. Uh, Yolanda for just having me here and just the opportunity just to be able to be a blessing to all of the women that are out there throughout this entire world listening to your podcast. You say that you're speaking it into existence but I have to let you know you are already a walking millionaire and billionaire. So <laughs> I really that um, so just a little bit about myself you know um, i was born in the islands so i was born in the bahamas grew up in jamaica know nothing about the bahamas but i'm so glad to to say that i hail from jamaica have jamaican parents i am uh, uh, i am definitely a child of god i believe strongly in god and uh i i know that he's placed me here for a purpose. And I stand on the scripture, Jeremiah 29 and 11, that he has a plan not to hurt or harm us, but to, for us to prosper and, and that's, and to give us hope in a future. So here we are, we're talking about a future and we're talking about how we need to diversify our income, but even more so my mission, my personal mission is to be able to be an impact. one that's going to be able to speak life into things that women may feel that are dead, dead situations, or if they feel that they are not able to go on. I want to be here as a catalyst to say, yes, you can make it. Yes, you can be able to succeed in every single thing that you do. So I know that that's my, that's my personal mission, to be able to make an impact on women and um, just to make certain that their health and wellness is is all together. And health and wellness is not just physical health its emotional health mental health physical health and we all have to be well so how how can we do that without a sister here cheering you on so i'm always going to tell you as i always tell you i'm your loudest cheerleader and your yes. biggest and i'll continue to stand by that
0: and i must admit i you are a cheerleader you have supported so many different women in so many different aspects you are that voice of reason and that voice of reconciliation and i thank you i thank you for being that Um, there have been many times that Mm -hmm. you have sat me down and had conversations with me so women of the heightening i just want you to know that yes she is one of my biggest cheerleaders but the thing about reverend deb is she is your cheerleader also even if she hasn't had the opportunity to meet you or engage with you. She truly believes that we as women have a place in this society and the work that she does pushes that message forward. She is truly, truly a cheerleader for women. And I thank you for being my cheerleader. Absolutely. So let's talk about what you do. Let's talk, let's first start with your business income. Let's talk a little bit about Heaven,
1: Heavenly Mind.
0: Tell us about it
1: right so heavenly mind is a, it, it is truly a ministry, right so we started it in two thousand five actually when I wrote my book and it's called feeling left out and my our late pastor, the Reverend Dr. J.G. McCann, he really, truly pushed us to, and when I say us, it's my husband and I, we serve in ministry together, and he really pushed us in being able to make certain that we articulate our words, but making certain that you understand that you've got to write that down and tell the world all about it, so mm-hmm. the My book is entitled Feeling Left Out, and I wrote it back in 2005. But even during that time, we were thinking about, okay, well, uh, do we go to the regular publishers or do we self-publish? So we we, we chose to do the latter, and then we started our business, Heavenly Mind Publishing. So what we started doing was publishing um, any uh, minister or anyone that had a Christocentric message to share and publish their book, right? And we utilized different partners in order to do that. Dr. McCann was very, very instrumental in sharing with us on how to do that. Hence the reason why Heavenly Mind got started Uh, And really we wanted to have a ministry that had several different arms, meaning subsidiary companies that would fall up under Heavenly Mind. So under Heavenly Mind, um, and and before I do that, just sharing with you that Heavenly Mind—it's a ministry that we're here to upbuild the kingdom of God. Now that is wide, and it's and it's definitely, and we did that on purpose because what we do—we have several different arms, right? So I remember that there was a a, a sermon that TD Jakes, Bishop TD Jakes, preached, and he says he talks about how you have to have several streams, and how you start that is basically take your passion, what is your passion, and then turn it into a business, and that's a stream. Under Heavenly Mind, we have health solutions. And I'll tell you a little bit about that. We have Exquisite Experience. We have Heavenly Mind Publishing. But under Heavenly Mind, what we do, we build up different churches and ministers so that they can be able to have their own brand, right? people are looking for um, how to market their their ministry a little differently. Uh, Because I have a bachelor's in economics, I am able to go in. And, and, you know, it's interesting because you take what you have learned in the secular to be able to bless the, 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 the kingdom of God and be able yes. to- Yes, yes right so sure i have a bachelor's in economics and in and in my career going through uh with my first master's of healthcare administration and management and policy what you're you're taught is that okay during the time about 10 years ago what we experienced in new york city was the fact that there were a lot of hospitals purchasing small mom and pop Physician practices, however, they needed the a consultant that really understood that. And because I had the experience in not only managed care but also the public sector and the private sector of healthcare, and I also knew a lot of the different physicians because I'm an over the top extrovert. If you haven't right? Already- <laughs> Yolanda knows all about that, but <laughs> I'm an over the top extrovert, so I am the one that can. <clears throat> room. And I will work the room and tell you people's name, what they do, how the, how long they've been doing it. In less than 15 minutes, I can do that. I can pull it off. But I believe that that's, that's a, a supernatural gift that God has given me, right? So in doing so, I've learned a lot of different from people, I've, I've been able to make a lot of connections throughout the country in regards to health care. So I'm able to go and do, do an, an overhaul or, or negotiate contracts on behalf of those large uh, medical facilities or hospitals to acquire those small mom-and-pop or group practices so I said well look I'm doing this in the world why can't I do this for the kingdom because there are a lot of churches that are that are um, challenged in the area of understanding how to market themselves or know that when new pastors come on board they're like oh my gosh the finances are in somewhat of a disarray or they may not understand it I am the one that they will bring in as a consultant to come and strategize for them find out where their desires are bring together if it if it um, if it is the desire of the pastor to have a retreat, a leadership retreat, will facilitate that retreat and, ple- and just understand where some of their gaps are so that okay. we can help lean on that. So it really depends upon what the pastor okay. and, the trustees and, and, and the deacons or deaconesses, the body, really the official body is looking for. And then I, I tailor made that plan. Taylor, make that plan just for the particular church. But I have a lot of tools and resources in order to make that happen. So that's what heavenly mind really does, right? We go and build people up and making sure. And we stand on the, on the scripture from Isaiah 26 and 3, you know, where you say you will keep your mind in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. That's really a heavenly mind, right? We're yes. here, heavenly mind. We want to be heavenly minded and an earthly good. So while we're here on earth, we've got to think on the things that God wants us to think on, right? The Bible also says to think on those things that are pure, those things that are praiseworthy, those things are of good report. So here we are coming together thinking on those things that are of good report and being able to manifest um all of God's desires and his will into the lives of those in the body or even individuals. So it's not only consulting that we do. We also um Uh, because again you have to utilize your passion right so we also do editing and proofreading hence the heavenly mind publishing side of things we also have um, um resume writing so for those that want to brand themselves or uh we work with certain photography agencies to take a a buy, take a, a headshot of you and and we would create your biographical sketch. We will assist those that are in ministry that are looking to candidate for to become a pastor and, and actually coach them and do um, mock interviews so that they can be ready to go before the board and making certain that they are completely pristine and polished in regards to how to respond to certain questions um, because we know that it's not only, especially those that are married, you're not only um the, the the pastor the one that's seeking to become the pastorate of a particular body is not the only one that's being interviewed it's also the wife or the husband it's also the children and it's also your background so we've got to get you prepared for that so we we go about doing that as well we have lots of workshops and lots of uh, webinars and family retreats we do individual counseling, group counseling. So Heavenly Mind, the reason why it's so wide is because we utilize every single gift that God has given us under the umbrella of Heavenly Mind.
0: Amazing, amazing. And listen, everyone, this is just her job that she does Uh, her business income. She still has a job, which is her earned income. And we'll continue to talk and use this language so that you can learn how to diversify your income streams. So Deborah, the reason we started off with that one is because I know personally that you are a child of God. So we understand that your first passion is the things that God has called you to do. And that first passion is heavenly mind. So we now gonna talk about the second thing that you do for the secular world, which is your earned income as a compliance officer and as a senior director of quality. So tell us, I don't want to necessarily, you tell us about your job per se, but tell us a little bit about that strategy of having an earned income and your business income. Why did you decide to keep your full-time employment when you have such a
1: vast and powerful business income? Very good question. And um, thank you for asking that because several people ask me that as well. They're like, well, why do you do this on the side? When do you ever have time? I've got three children and a husband, right? So it's definitely taking time from them. But what I realize is that it's a family affair. So if we're gonna do something, we're gonna do it all together as a family. So in regards to um, why do I continue to have earned income so that even though I have a thriving personal business, right? Mm-hmm. the reason for that is that as having an earned income, there are certain benefits that you will have that can offset your business, right? And then there are certain skill set and some strategies that you can take from your earned, you know, your earned income, your your position in the secular world to be able to edify the body of Christ or even to work really well in your business. I don't know how everyone may have have, have their their setup and in, in regards to their finances. And I'm going to get to that because I believe that it's super important. But let me share with you about my particular position as compliance officer and senior director of quality management. Sure, those titles make you feel like I'm only over quality and compliance, but I actually have eight departments, right? So of the eight departments, it's a division, but I also have on the job, I'm also the project lead over all of the community partnership programs that we have, I have two corporate appointments over the quality task force, as well as recently over diversity, equity, and inclusion. So, with that, because I love community service, I'm already doing it on the job. So, why would I have to reinvent the wheel and think of oh, what can I do in the community? How can my business be able to make an impact on the community? Well, I think about it on my job. I, I want to add. I want to. So okay. Piggyback off of that because it works both ways.
0: Yes. Because your earned income is getting all of the benefit of your talent and your resources for the things that you do. I'll say free time, but in your other time, because you don't have free time.
1: Um, <laughs> oh. Um, but
0: the, but the, the you you touch on something that I teach in a workshop um, that I call you incorporated because a lot of times we as women in particular we believe that the way that we are paid means something and it um, defines us in a certain way whether you get a 1099 or a W two they believe that that is the defining factor. But what I'm finding for women who truly understand their worth and what they're bringing to the table, that all of their time and their talent and how they've invested in their growth benefits
1: them, whether it's earned income or business income. Yeah, so. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right about that. And when I I've, I've gotten to the point and, and and for those that are listening, please understand that you are an um we are all amazing women and God has gifted us in so many different ways. And 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 because he says that I have you know made you fearfully and wonderfully made in his image, you have to know that you've got to get to the place where you are confident enough in the day job to say, if the Lord allows uh Man, to close this door, I'm going to be all right. Because guess what? With all the gifts and talents that he's given me, I want another job right so I yes in my experience yes I have been laid off in the past but you know what i got another job and what was also great about it is that even in the transition period we call it oh I'm in transition when you're leaving when you're um, laid off from one position and then you're going into another but the other won't happen overnight it may take some time you have your business right there that's going to continue to keep you and I believe that the Lord allowed um, this door at Maximus to open because my boss was actually looking for someone that was very strong strong in the community. So he wanted to make certain that Maximus was on the map in the local area and saying that look, and and, and yes, I am the only African American female at my level within the organization, but that's my life. And some of us we all experience that. But yeah. it's great cool okay. to know that when you walk in a room, yes, the, the 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 black girl is the one that has the seat at the table and she's the one that's making the decisions and being able to be a role model to follow uh, for those that are looking up and saying, I don't—I I thought I didn't have someone at a higher level to look up to, but now I do, right? And taking all the experience that we had in the community and bringing it to the job, taking all the experience I'm learning on the job and bringing it to my business, which is awesome. And Yolanda, I wanted to share in regards to the finance setup is that I, I know that with my tax attorney, the benefits of having your business and having earned income is let's just say the market goes low something like when COVID 19 happens right and you're not having the clients that you used to have and you have to take from your earned income to offset for your personal business tax attorney says that that's exactly what can happen and then it reduces your tax bracket on your earned income and it just it it just benefits you all around and there's so many different ways that you know others um they actually run their businesses outside of their home instead of having a particular office. And the, the benefits of that are enormous, right? I know we've been able to benefit from that. And I, I encourage everyone to talk to your, your accountant, your tax attorney, just to understand some of the benefits that you can have by still having an earned income and your own business
0: yes so there are a couple of things i agree 100% please consult but there are so many benefits that you can have when you look at your passion or or a project as a business you don't have to go out tomorrow and incorporate or become an llc you can do business as do be a dba to start exploring and seeing if there's something that you can do The skills and talents that you have, there is someone that does not have that skill and talent and who can benefit from being a partner with you, partnering with you to fulfill that need that they have. You can also start off possibly by bartering, bartering services with another new entrepreneur, someone who's just thinking about getting started so that you can grow your businesses together and in tandem and then receive new client. I hope you enjoyed part one of our conversation with Deborah Sanders. We talked about diversifying our income and we have more to share with you in part two. So join us next week. Thank you for joining us today. Please visit us at www.theheightening.com.